Welcome to the Vanessa G. Fitcast. If you think eating less is the answer to getting lean, or that you have to choose between having donuts and wine or having a body you love, well then, girl, you are in the right place. Chances are you've fallen victim to diet culture's terrible advice on how to eat and exercise. But don't worry, this podcast is going to bring you actionable information so you can start transforming your body without giving up your life. I'm Vanessa Gillette, founder and head coach of Vanessa G Fitness and Nutrition. This podcast was born from my passion for helping all women create bodies they feel confident in. Thank you for tuning in and trusting me to support and guide you. Now let's do this. Welcome back to the Vanessa G Fitcast. I'm Vanessa Gillette, and here with me is my husband. <laughs> Woo! There we go. <laughs> yes, uh, we uh, just got married. So um, I appreciate all of the, I feel like we had so many uh, amazing messages for people just saying congratulations and um, all of those uh, heartwarming wishes for us. So thank you guys for listening and for wishing us a, uh, you know, a good marriage and congratulations. So yeah, feeling very, very loved. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, so today we are going to talk about why your calorie deficit is not working. And I'm saying you, because I know there are so many women out there who they have a good basic understanding of nutrition and of how weight loss works and of the whole concept of calories in versus calories out. Yet they're confused because they're like, it's just, it's not working. I'm still not losing weight and I don't know what is wrong. I I don't know what I need to do. And so this episode is really for you. And you know, I think a lot of people get confused because they they really oversimplify things to think losing weight only comes down to calories in versus calories out. And I want to be clear here that the the concept of calories in versus calories out, if you are not familiar with that, what that is is it's an equation. It's the law of thermogen <laughs> the law of thermogenics. It's essentially that the amount of calories that are coming into you that you are consuming via food, via drinks via just anything that has any kind of caloric value. It's the calories that are coming in compared to the calories going out, meaning the calories that you are expending, that you are burning through exercise, through just being alive as a human being. We burn calories in our organs and just in our systems within our body. It's the calories that we burn just via heat. You know, when we're Um, literally getting hot, you're actually burning calories to the calories that you burn from digesting the food that you're eating. Like there's a lot of factors that go into what calories out is, but really it's the equation of if you are having less calories coming in, you are eating less than you are calories going out that you are burning, then that should equal weight loss. And that makes relative sense. I mean, you know, just being logical, if you're eating less than what your body is burning, in theory, you should be able to become a smaller person. Exactly. And the thing is, it is correct. It's a law. It's it, it's exactly correct. However, it's not simple. It's not, people don't quite understand what all goes into the calories outside of things specifically. They don't realize that the calories out is not like one fixed number. They don't realize that the calories out changes quite a bit. And that's I think, the biggest mistake I see women make is they think they're in a calorie deficit when the reality is their metabolism has adapted. They are metabolically adapted and their calories out is actually 
equating to their calories in. Mm. They are burning the same amount that they are taking in because of the fact that they have been eating in a calorie deficit for too long and potentially by accident. I see this so often with busy women who are stressed out, who are just accidentally under eating, or maybe they're subconsciously thinking, well, you know, I kind of want to lose weight anyway. So if I eat less, that's a good thing. And it's just, it doesn't quite work that way because your body responds to that. Now your metabolism slows down and now the calories outside of the equation is equal to or often lower than the calories inside of the equation. Yeah. And I love your perspective, Vanessa, that you mentioned, you know, unfortunately, while the concept, the theory of eating less is logical and it's simple, relatively simple, it doesn't fit every single person because, and you've said it before, you know, like everybody is their own special little snowflake. Like you're different from every single person. Your approach has to be tweaked to fit your lifestyle, fit, you know, your dieting history and what it is that you're personally trying to achieve. And even though the the theory, the concept is simple, the approach doesn't necessarily have to be because what might work for you, Vanessa, might not work for me because I'm a totally different person. And by means, I mean, I'm obviously a guy. So it's, it's a whole different um, scenario for every single person, right? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I, I can't tell you how many times women come to me and they say like, oh my gosh, I'm, you know, I, I know I've heard from you that I should be eating more, but like, I can't get myself to eat more than like, you know, 1300, 1400, 1500 calories. And I'm trying to eat more, but I'm so stuffed. I can't do it. I just, I can't eat much more, but they're like, but I also want to lose weight. My clothes are also really tight. I don't feel good in my body. And I know I have weight to lose yet. I can't eat any more food and I'm not losing weight. That right there tells me you are metabolically adapted because if you are actually eating 1300, 1400, 1500 calories, and you are a grown adult woman who has some level of physical activity, I 100% guarantee you that your maintenance calories without even knowing you, without even knowing who you are, what your lifestyle is, I can really, really make an assumption here and say that your maintenance calories should be just as an adult woman, much higher than 1300, 1400 or 1500 calories. And that's just the truth of it because as an adult woman, you should be burning more. But if you are not, and you are eating 1300, 1400, 1500 calories, and you're not losing weight, then what that means is that that is currently your maintenance calories. And you need to reverse diet if you want to fix that. It's the only way. So, and, and kind of explain it to me like I'm a five-year-old, uh, because I know the concept of eating more is not only scary, but it's also confusing because it's literally, it goes against everything that you read online or social media or like, you know, advertisements, advertisements or anything like that. So, and, and correct me if I'm wrong. So essentially what you're saying is because a lot of women have been dieting at such small amounts, 13, 14, 1500 calories, their metabolism, their body has now adapted, right, to um, essentially burn that many calories. So when you're eating the same amount of calories that you're technically burning, then there's no change. And is that why people are kind of get stuck in that cycle of, you know, trying to lose that same weight over and over kind of exactly. thing? Exactly. And even more than that, yeah, that those people sense. typically are gaining weight over time because they're eating that low amount of calories most days. But then, you know, typically on the weekends or even just like on a weeknight when they do just find themselves, you know, exhausted and find themselves like reaching into the pantry or pouring themselves a couple glasses of wine or things to calm down. But it's like, you know, even just most women are going to go out to eat at restaurants at some point throughout the week. They're going to have some alcohol at some point throughout the week. And those types of things very quickly rack up the calories. And if your body is now used to your under eating, 
So you, it's now burning. It's you're metabolically adapted and you're all, you're now burning that low amount of calories. Then when you do have those days where you do overeat, even if you don't feel like you are, because you're just eating really, really calorically dense foods, you're going to restaurants where they use a lot of oils and a lot of different things to add flavor that also adds a lot of calories, add a couple of drinks in there. And you very quickly just consumed a 1500 calorie meal. And you probably also ate something else that day. So you're already now consuming more than you're burning. And now doing that repeatedly over time is going to result in weight gain. And that's why women are like, I don't understand why my calorie deficit isn't working. I'm eating less. But if you really zoom out and you're really honest with yourself and you look at what you actually are eating over the course of time, you're probably under eating on some days and you're probably overeating on other days. And to wrap it all up, you're not getting in the right nutrients that you need. When you're under eating, you're definitely not getting in enough nutrients. You're probably not consuming enough protein. You're probably not, even if you're eating like healthy foods, you're, you're eating salads, different things, you're probably not actually giving your body enough of the right macro and micronutrients. And then when you go on the weekends, you're getting a lot of calories from alcohol and a lot of you know oils and different things that are also not necessarily nutrient dense. Alcohol is zero it has, it's very calorically dense, but it does not provide the nutrients that your body needs to support the metabolism. And in addition to that, can we also talk a little bit, or can you talk a little bit more about like the mental exhaustion that this cycle of, you know, under eating during the week and perhaps overeating on the weekends because you're so tired of under eating during the week, like what that does to people. Cause that's, that's not only frustrating, but it's also really exhausting to you as a person. You're like, I don't know what the heck to do, you know? Yeah, well, it also typically leads to a lot of like bloating, digestive issues, different things because your body just doesn't really know what to expect. Yeah. Some days it's it's not getting very much and it's not having to digest very much food. It's not getting enough energy. So it's like having to pull from other systems. Other days you're like overloading it with foods, which it's that the digestion is not used to consuming that much. And you might just, you know, physically you're not able to, have pull as much nutrient pull as much energy out of the food that you're eating you're not actually absorbing the nutrients that you should be because your digestion might be off and there's just there's a whole rabbit hole of things that can happen from being in this cycle and like you're saying it's just frustrating at the end of the day yeah when you look at like your friends who seem like they can eat whatever they want and don't gain weight and you're like here i am starving myself like not really eating very much at all in the weekdays and yet i'm gaining weight it's like yeah because you're you're telling your body to do that. You're hardly eating at all most days. And so your body's thinking, well, when I do get a meal with a lot of calories in, I'm definitely going to take all those calories in and store it as body fat to save it for the days that you're going to under eat. Yeah. And I think not to go down a rabbit hole, but I think on top of how frustrating and stress and, and exhausting it is, it's also stressful on your body, right? To like one day not know if it's going to get enough nutrients, the other get too many nutrients, but you're also bloated. And it's in this constant, like almost kickstarting cycle of trying to lose the same weight over. But what I what I also find very interesting is for the most part, I think a lot of the women that are eating this little bit of calories are also working out a lot Mm -hmm. or, you know, doing a lot of cardio or doing that. So the stress of like, you know, you kickstarting your journey plus the stress of all of this added, you know, cardio and working out, I'm like, your bot they're like there's no reason or that's the reason why your body isn't able to let go of all of this weight is because you're just stressing it from every single angle. I'm like, I, if it was me, I'd just shut down, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Exactly. And so if your calorie deficit is not working, then like I kind of mentioned earlier, you need to 
do a reverse diet to get your calories up to the maintenance that it should be at and going about that in the right way so that we're slowly increasing and we're creating a essentially a reverse adaptation in your metabolism where we're actually we're telling our metabolism now to burn more. And then we need to spend a little bit of time at maintenance, meaning we need to spend a, you know, whether it's a few months, depending on the person, we need to spend a period of time eating consistently at that maintenance calories that your body can really set in and say, okay, this is the amount of food that I am going to be burning now for good. So that now when we do go into that fat loss phase and we drop our calories a little bit into a little bit of a deficit, that difference between the calories that you are burning, your now maintenance that you put your metabolism at because of the reverse diet and the maintenance phase and the calories that you're taking in from that new calorie deficit that you're now in, the difference there in that calories in versus calories out equation is going to come from you losing body fat. That's how it works. And I know a lot of women will hear me say that and be like, but I just want to lose weight right away. You know, I want to go right into the fat loss phase. I want to go into that calorie deficit. Like I don't want to go through this process of reverse dieting and maintenance phase and different things. And a thing I always have to remind women is that it's a misconception that you can only get towards the body you want when you're in a fat loss phase. And I say that with absolute assuredness because all of our clients see significant body recomposition during those phases when they are following the right things. They are eating their actual amount of calories consistently. They're being honest with their food logs. They're working through their relationship with foods so that they aren't spinging or aren't doing different things like that. They are monitoring their total alcohol intake. They're not just you know completely over-consuming alcohol at certain times and getting a lot of their calories from alcohol. They are consuming enough water to support the functions in their body. They're getting enough of the micronutrients they need, the vitamins, the minerals, the fiber, different things to support their hormones and support their gut health. They are getting in consistent movement. So they are getting a certain amount of steps per day and they're consistent with that. They're not just really high steps certain days and really low steps other days. They're just getting a consistent amount of gentle movement and they are doing some level of strength training. And that's the biggest one. When we're strength training through the reverse diet and the maintenance phase, oh my gosh, I cannot even explain to you the amount of body recomposition we can see from that. As our body takes what is now our maintenance calories, we're giving it enough nutrients to where now it can take those nutrients and can use it to build lean muscle, meaning you can build the booty you want. You can start to get those more defined shoulders. You can start to get more toned arms and toned legs. Like you can actually build the definition you want without even being in a fat loss phase. And it's seriously amazing how much I've seen our clients' bodies change without them being in a fat loss phase. And then when we do get to the fat loss phase and that body fat just melts off like butter, they're like, oh my gosh, I am so glad that this you pushed me. This is what I was me. working towards. Yes, yeah. I'm so glad that we did lean into this discomfort. We did play the long game. We did this the right way because now I look and feel like a different person. Yeah. I mean, think of it as like almost like sculpting, right? Like if you look at, I mean, not that I have ever seen a sculptor or anything like that, but I imagine that in order for, you know, sculptors or, you know, uh, like people that, that do all that stuff in order for them to, to mold a certain figure or a certain person out of, you know, whatever, uh, clay or whatever they're using, like you have to add on, you know, clay to be able to mold it and, uh, change and tone up the body like you want, if that makes any sense. Um, but I did have a question for you, Vanessa, and I'm going to put you on the spot. And I think I know the answer to this, but so I think the million dollar question that people most often think about, like, okay, Vanessa, like, I get it. It makes sense. Like, I, I understand, you know, uh, eating more to 
let my body acclimate to these new standards and then going into fat loss size. So how long do we have to do this for? Like how long do we each have to spend in this phase? Because I think that's probably one of the most common questions we get, right? It completely depends. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. That's why I, 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 I know I hate giving that as an answer because I know it's frustrating. It's not helpful for people. Yeah. But it's, the reality is that's why like that's why we do individualized coaching. If it was the same for everybody, we wouldn't do that. We would just be like, here's your protocol. It's same protocol for everybody. Just do this and you're going to be great. Like, no, it's, it's completely different for everybody because it really does depend on, you know, how long have you dieted before? What extent have you dieted? Like if you've been in calorie deficits in the past, how long were you in that calorie deficit? And also how, how much of a calorie deficit were you in? Like there's a big difference between somebody who has been consistently eating under a thousand calories for the last five years and somebody who, you know, just went through a, their first ever diet and they were, they were eating, you know, 1500 calories, not as much of a, a different, like not as much of a deficit. Yeah. You're going to have two very different levels of metabolic adaptation. You're also going to have different levels of metabolic adaptation with people who have just more stressful lifestyles, who have more of a, you know, if they have thyroid issues already, or if they have just any kind of um, hormone issues, if they've been on birth control their whole life, just like there's so many different factors that go into this that is going to tell us how long the different phases are going to take, which is why typically we have women come in and start with our 90 day program, our 90 day, 90 day metabolic reset, because that gives us time to then really evaluate, see how your body's responding. And for some people, it might be like, awesome. Like you're good to go. Like you can, you know, go on your own now for this. For a lot of women, most women, it's like, all right, we're going to need another nine months, 12 months, like 15 months to get to that end goal that you need to get to. Yeah. And I just can't tell people, you know, right off the bat after first meeting them, how long it's going to take with full honesty, because I haven't really gotten into the weeds of seeing how their body is responding week over week and really evaluating the data to be able to give that kind of an accurate timeline yet. Yeah. And I think honestly, you know, part of and I, I think I've shared this in the past, but you know, I personally, when I would inquire about stuff like this or ask about it, like I would get so frustrated. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, it depends. Like I need a certain answer. Right. And I think the best framework I've ever heard or, you know, comparison is like, think about it as if you're getting like a, a pool installed into your house or a new kitchen or, or something remodeled in your home. It's like, well, you can't just tell the uh, carpenter or the contractor, I'm like, okay, tell me exactly how long it's going to take, how much it's going to cost. And you know, what all it's going to go into because one, they need to come into your home. They need to see what all, you know, kind of materials you want to use. You, they, they need to know, you know, your style. They need to see the area that they're working on. And then ultimately, based on that is kind of how they can give you an estimate. And at the end of the day, it's an estimate, you know, knows everybody I'm sure that has done any sort of construction knows that either materials get delayed or the contractors are busy or they can't make it to the job site, whatever. And stuff ends up happening to where, Either it gets delayed or things get moved around, but it's all at the end of the day, an estimation because you don't know one, when it comes to nutrition and fitness, like how your body's going to react or like what you might have going on and what life might throw at you to, you know, come in and, you know, uh, throw a, uh, like a wrench in the whole, uh, planner program, you know? 
Exactly. And that's why as coaches, we have to get to know our clients so well and on such a deep level and get to know their lifestyles, get to know what stresses them out, just get to know their personalities because all of those things are factors that come into play of how your metabolism is going to respond and how long it's going to take for your metabolism to have that positive adaptation to where now we're actually burning more calories and we can have a successful calorie deficit in a fat loss phase. So it really does it, it depends. As much as I hate that answer, it does. It depends. And I hope that everybody can understand why now from listening to these explanations. Yeah, no, for sure. But short, punchy episode for you guys today. Do want to also remind you that we are still doing the $250 Amazon Ooh, gift card yeah. giveaway. We've All- had a couple more entries. So, but still, it, I mean, there's only... Uh, eight of them. So wow. So you have a good chance still of winning that $250 gift card. All you have to do to be entered to win is leave a rating and review on iTunes, screenshot it and send it to me in a DM on Instagram at Vanessa G fitness. Or if you don't have Instagram, you could always send it to me on Facebook as well. Vanessa Gillette. Eventually I will be changing my last name on there as well, but, (laughs) (laughs) um, but yeah, that is all for us today. I hope you found this helpful and we will be back next week. See you guys. Thanks for listening. If you learned something today, the best way to say thank you is to subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review in iTunes. And if this particular episode resonated with you, do me a favor and take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram story. Don't forget to tag me at Vanessa G Fitness so I can show you some love. All right, my carb queens, talk to you in the next episode.